0: Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in what's going on my beautiful listeners welcome back to another episode of the women winning at weight loss it's me your coach cheerleader supporter motivator uplifter on your weight loss journey Anna J fit awesome to be back for another episode I'm so grateful so blessed and thankful to be here to deliver yet another powerful episode we've got some really important stuff to talk about today Today's topic is all about cutting through the social media noise on your weight loss journey. And listen, y'all, in this social media era, like literally, who the fuck is not on social media at this point? We have to talk about this because I'm talking to hundreds of you beautiful ladies coming through my social media platforms TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or social media accounts, rather. And every single week, I have these conversations about how you're overwhelmed, you're overloaded, you're distracted and you end up frustrated and and in analysis analysis paralysis mode, that's what I call it, at the end of the day because social media is just full of so much contradicting advice. So that's today's topic. We're going to talk about that. I think it's really going to hit home for all of you, honestly. Um, I'm really happy to deliver this episode because we need to talk about it. Before I dive into today's episode, I have an ask of you. Yes, I need a favor. Go ahead and leave a five-star rating for this podcast. The Women Winning at Weight Loss, whether you're doing this on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever else you're listening to my podcast, I am requesting that you please kindly leave a five-star rating. If you're also super generous today, it would be awesome if you leave me a written review. doesn't have to be long, just say something. The reason why I'm asking you for this favor is because You may not know this, but I do not run any paid traffic to my podcast. I don't run any ads or anything like that. I solely rely on you and the word of mouth, the ratings, the reviews, sharing it with your sisters, the congregation members who are okay with the cussing because I do cuss, Um, your cousins, your family members, the chicks at at your job that are constantly complaining about how their belly is not going anywhere and they want to lose weight so bad. Those are the people that need to be on. They need to be listening to this podcast. And you've heard me talk about this before, but social responsibility, I'm a preach about social responsibility until I am blue in the face and I do not give a fuck. I am a firm believer that we are responsible for the next person. Yes, I know we're all adults. La, 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 la. Yeah, I get it. But social responsibility is a beautiful thing, in my opinion. I understand we live in an individualistic uh, society where it's like, oh, it's one man for themselves and don't give a fuck about nobody else. That's great and everything. But at the end of the day, we all need somebody. And the reality is that when you find something that works for you, when you hear a message that makes a difference in your life, when you listen to an episode of mine that has uplifted you in some way, when you've gotten something from me that has made a difference for better in your life, it's your responsibility to go pass that on to another woman. It's your responsibility to go share it with somebody else. Ultimately, what happens, it ends up trickling down to our children. It ends up trickling down to everybody in our communities. We end up living better, more positive, healthier fucking lives. We end up being more empowered in a world that is trying to disempower us. Yeah, it's 2024. And yeah, we got all kinds of shit going on that's trying to dim the light of women. And that's what I'm all about. So share that. Spread the word. Let people hear the things that I am talking about on this podcast, because if it's helping you, then it's going to help them too. Okay. This is my ask of today. So we live in the social media era. This is nothing new. I'm not teaching you anything that you didn't know already. Right. And social media is fucking fantastic and phenomenal in so many ways. One of the ways that social media is incredible is that you and I both have access at our fingertips to a plethora of professionals. A plethora of incredible advice, tips, tricks, resources, all right there at the tips at our fingertips, all across social media platforms that make it fun, that make it accessible, that make it relatable, that make it personal, right? What am I talking about? Well, let's say that you are uh, a woman of color and you are recognizing in this particular season or chapter of your life that you have really unhealed trauma that you need to work on. And you feel like it's very much related to some generational crap. Okay. So then you realize that and you're like, oh my God, I need to find a therapist, but I wanted to to be another woman of color who could understand or have a shared experience from a, um, a generational and a cultural standpoint. And I want that woman of color who is a counselor, therapist, whatever, to specialize specifically in unhealed trauma. Okay. So you literally go to TikTok, you type that in the search bar. Uh, Unhealed trauma, women of color, unhealed trauma. Boom. You find a plethora, an abundance, I love the word abundance, an abundance of beautiful, powerful, empowering women of color who are mental health practitioners and professionals who specialize in unhealed trauma. And then they each have their own little branch and their only specifications. And it's just um, incredible. Let me give you another example. You are uh, coming out of, uh, an abusive relationship, marriage, or something like that—it was toxic. And you realize now, looking back, that this was very much narcissist this was very much a narcissistic individual. And now you're in this um, healing phase, period of your life, chapter of your life. You're healing. You're overcoming what they call narcissistic abuse. Okay, doesn't have to be physical, by the way, or a sexual. It can be all kinds of different forms of. of. Narcissists have many, many, many ways in which that they suppress, oppress and abuse their partners, by the way. So then you go to Instagram or whatever your platform of of choices and you type in overcoming or surviving uh, narcissistic abuse. And you find and this is like a personal story, because my feed on TikTok for the longest was like full of narcissistic abuse, recognizing narcissistic abuse, recognizing narcissistic patterns in men. I mean, like just all of that was just on my feet all the time, every time I went in there. And it was so helpful. It was so empowering. And it was really amazing. Right. Here is where here is where we start to hit the wall and we start to encounter the downfall of social media and the plethora and abundance of professionals and advice and resources that are being thrown at us, 24 motherfucking seven. And I think you probably already know where I'm going with this. At some point, I realized that I had 50 million saved fucking weight loss, high protein recipes, workouts, 50 million business coaching tips, tricks, how you should put together your reel for more engagement, how to go viral, yada, yada, yada. Now, all of a sudden, I open up my Instagram and I am overwhelmed because one business coach tells me I should not be promoting my business by doing reels because that makes me look X, Y, Z. Then two seconds later, here's another reel. This business coach right here says that I should be spending my entire day on TikTok making content, that even though I'm a fitness professional, If I'm really trying to grow my business and continue to attract the right types of women into my business, I should be living on TikTok and become a TikTok content creator. Then I find somebody over here who's like, no, bitch, you're doing everything wrong in your business. That is not how you're going to be continue to grow your platform. That is not how you put out proper content. You are doing a disservice to your audience if you are on TikTok. Everybody's got something to say. And everybody's got something different to say. Literally was literally was on there the other day looking for something very specific. And one business coach said the evergreen model is trash. It's dead. That's not how you should be conducting your business. If you don't know what the evergreen model means, basically all it means is that you have uh, the open sign on 24 seven in your business, meaning that you can always enroll new clients, right? That you always can take new people into your business and always serve new women who are in need of what it is that I offer. And then the other model there, there was another another coach who was like the evergreen uh, evergreen is trash. You need to transition your business model to launches only. And so basically what that means is that you only take new clients during certain periods of time. And then I see another video that's like launches are exhausting. It's going to burn you out. It's going to stress you out. Also, it's it's um putting your your potential clients at a disadvantage because. They need access to your program now when they feel the sense of urgency, not when you decide to open up your doors for your program. Anyways, I was like, "Oof, this is too much. This is just too much." All of y'all talking about something different. All of y'all talking about something different, and y'all overwhelming the fuck out of me and overloading me. Speaking of social media, if you follow me on Instagram, or if you don't, at Anna underscore J-Fit, That's J A E F I T. Go to Instagram and say hello, I don't bite. But I posted a reel about that the other day. That by the way went fucking viral. I think we had like 400,000 views on this reel. And my reel was a total fucking rant about how horrible it is to be a woman. An average woman, average woman in 2024 who's got kids to raise, who's got a a puppy to walk and train, who's got aging parents to worry about, who's got a career to show up at and, and deadlines to meet, who also is trying to make sure that she's eating enough during the day and that she's sleeping enough at night, right? And this is the average woman who's trying to lose 25 pounds or 30 pounds, something like that. She's also been diagnosed with prediabetes recently, which is fucking freaking her to fuck out. So she's also struggling with her sleep at night because she's worried about becoming a full-blown diabetic And what? Where is that going to leave her children? Is she going to be dying early? Yada yada yada. Okay. This particular woman, this the average woman in America in 2024 who's burnt out, stressed out. The plate is so full. She needs simplicity. She doesn't need fancy. She's not trying to become a bodybuilder. She's not trying to go for fucking bikini shows. She's not trying to do no extra shit. She wants to feel good in her body. She wants to love the reflection that she sees when she looks in the mirror. She wants to go back to the doctor for her next physical and hear good news so she can sleep good at night and not worry about the longevity of her body and her health and not worry about who the fuck is going to raise her kids because she's not going to be around. This the woman who goes on Instagram and one chick is over here doing a crazy ass handstand push up, promoting that as a home workout for weight loss. Then here over the, onto the left, three scrolls later, this other chick who's skinny as fuck and never struggled with her weight. It's like, you should not, you should be doing this. You should be in the gym for two hours a day. Okay. And then five scrolls later, here's another chick who doesn't even have kids, who's never struggled with obesity in her life, who's never been a stress fucking eater, doesn't even understand what stress really means. And she's like, she's like, you should be eating six times a day. You should be meal prepping the entire Sunday. And you do It's like, what the fuck, people? What the fuck? Then here comes another one. And she's like giving you amazing ass recipes about her high protein, super chocolatey uh, desserts that are satisfying your sweet tooth. But you're not getting any of the chemicals, the bad shit in it or or the bad calories or whatever, whatever she's promoting without all the sugar. Here's the here's the trick, though. It's a lot of prep time. It's very complicated to make. Oh, and here's another trick. You have to get the, the powders from her directly. You can't just go to the supermarket. You can't just go to the grocery store and get it. You can't just get it from Amazon. No, you got to buy some extra sh- expensive, fancy product. And it only has to come from Miss Influencer right here. Y'all, I did 10 minutes of scrolling like this. For me, it was like market research. It was, it was trying to see what, are, what is my, my target audience dealing with on social media? What is it that these ladies are t- talking to me about When you're like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overloaded, I'm distracted on social media. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm confused. Everyone's saying something different. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. And now I end up in in what I call analysis paralysis. I'm not doing shit. I'm not progressing on my journey. I didn't quit. I didn't gave up. I'm back in that cycle. And I hear it every single week from so many of y'all in my DMs or on consultation calls. And I'm like, shit, it must be real on there. So I did a 10-minute scroll, y'all. I put in weight loss in the search bar on Instagram. 10 minutes of scrolling, and I about lost my shit. I ended up with a migraine, and I, I signed out of all my social media profiles, and I was like, fuck this shit. Then I came back three days later, and I posted this reel. And it was the rant about the social media age and how everyone is out there promoting different type of advice contradicting pieces of advices. Everyone's making everything so fucking complicated and how bad I fucking feel for the average woman. The average woman who just wants a basic, effective 30-minute workout program at home because she got kids to supervise. The average woman who does not have two hours in the gym. The average woman who Maybe it's not even convenient or feasible for her to make it to a gym and she needs to know what to do at home. The average woman who ain't got the fucking time to make all kinds of fancy ass, high protein, chocolate gooey, brownie recipes. Like what the fuck? The average woman who's working a full-time job and she's going to college on the side too because she's trying to get her master's right now. She ain't got time to be making protein balls. Yo, that shit drove me insane so that was my rant on Instagram shit g- is up to 400,000 views it went viral as fuck the amount of comments is incredible and I was like yeah clearly clearly, everybody feels like this I'm not trying to go do a bikini competition I'm not trying to go go to muscle mania if that's even a thing but you know what I mean right like, I'm not trying to do all that. I'm trying to lose fucking 30 pounds and feel my best and get healthy and, and, and just have the most amazing, vibrant sex life possible. Like, feel great in fucking lingerie and go back out there in the in dating scene and live my best love, love and dating life in my fucking 40s, right? Like, that's just real shit. Those are real goals. That's, that's like day-to-day life of you and I period. But what happens is, you end up following 50,000 weight loss professionals on TikTok. And they're all giving you contradicting advice. You're in the gym now, and you're doing a lot of cardio. You go to TikTok, 10 of them are telling you, yeah, keep doing that. But the other 26 are telling you, nah, bitch, you're doing this all wrong. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be walking on your treadmill at an incline for 20 minutes at the most. You want to make sure that your heart rate never goes above 135, bitch. That's what you should be doing. Then here come another 15, and they tell you, nah, heifer, you're doing everything wrong. You should never touch a treadmill. Who told you that? Why are you doing cardio? You need to be going and lifting weights. That's what you need to do. You need to go lift weights four or five days a week for 45-minute sessions. And you're like, Shit, man. All these people are talking about like crazy shit, and everybody got something else to say, and everyone has advice. But where does that leave me? And you start becoming distracted because every time you check your Instagram feed, here comes another fitness professional telling you that you should be running fucking marathons. Here comes another one that's telling you you should be investing $2,000 in a Peloton because that's the way to go to lose weight. But here comes Nancy over here. And Nancy got some different advice for you. Nancy's advice is don't work out at all. Nancy's telling you that you should only be focusing on your nutrition. You should never work out. I, literally, I've seen this, y'all. I'm not making any of this up. I'm just giving y'all things that I'm seeing. Then you got Barbara over here. Who's like doing handstand push ups and some kind of crazy jumps off the bench in a squat position. And she's like, yeah, do this to crush your body goals. And you're like, but bitch, my knees hurt. My back, my lower back struggling. I I did physical therapy for eight weeks for my hip and you want me to do what? Yeah. I don't know about that one. And it just keeps on going. It keeps on going and it keeps on going. And I wanted to address this topic because I know y'all are suffering from this because I hear it Every single day in conversations with women that I'm talking to on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, in the DMs with women I'm talking to on consultation calls. But then is when really it hit me how bad it really is, is last week with one of my really outstanding clients. She's super consistent. She's getting amazing results. She's been with me for like over six months. She's been with me for over six months. She loves working with me. I love working with her. She's a dope-ass client, right? And one of the reasons why she's dope as a client is that she's, she's super consistent. She shows up for everything. She absorbs my information. She implements. She executes. But the other thing that's dope about her is that she asks questions, which I love because it always give me, gives me that sense of she really wants to be empowered. She wants to understand the how, the why behind what we do. So that also for her, it becomes a lifestyle that she can continue to maintain and stick with even after we're done working together inside of my coaching program. And I love that. But what I noticed in the last week is that she kept asking me questions about things that she was hearing and she was seeing on TikTok. So one of these questions was, hey coach, um, so, the, so as you know, I want to continue working on toning and building up my booty. So I saw this one trainer that was heavily promoting the hip thrust on the bench. You know when you put your back like flat like this, um, and she was saying like to really squeeze it at the top. And she was saying that this is something that you should be doing multiple times per week in order to grow your booty. And so she asked me about that. I was like, okay, not really, but okay. And so we kind of had a conversation about that. And I was like, listen, I <clears throat> I know what your goals are. And when we're doing lower body days, or we're doing glutes focused exercises. The reason why we are switching it up or the reason why I'm making you do variations of your lunges and your squats and other exercises or we're adding in the resistance band is because we want to make sure that we're targeting every single angle of your glutes. But we also need to make sure that we're working on your hamstrings, working on your quads, et cetera, in order to build up and uh, uh, have a perky booty. Just doing hip thrusts or just doing squats or just doing like one exercise every single week is not the key. We have to be able to work on and build up the other surrounding muscle groups. That's what ends up lifting up the booty, okay? Not to go into too much details, but you know what I mean. So she was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. So then she comes back another day that week and she asked me something else about protein because she saw this one fitness influencer on TikTok. She was talking about how it's not about the protein. It's about this, it's about that. Okay, so we had that conversation. So then she comes back again and she asked me another question. And this time it was about like doing doing sumo squats, but utilizing a plate underneath your feet for elevation. So I answered the question, yada, yada. And then I was like, listen, now you've been working with me for long enough. You've been my client for long enough. You know my style, you know how I am. I love working with you. You've been getting amazing results. And I think it's like, you love working with me and vice versa. I just love the relationship that we have. And I love the transformation. I love the results you've been getting. You're just awesome all the way around. I will never, ever, ever dictate what you need to do, who you need to listen to or not listen to, what videos you need to watch or not watch, which fitness influencer you should follow or not follow. That's not my, that's not my business. That's way outside of my scope of practice. On top of that, I believe that God gave us all free will and we should exercise it. That's our freedom. So. You can follow what we do, or you can choose to say fuck it and not follow it. You can follow my advice or say fuck coach and fuck her advice, and I'm not following that. That's your prerogative, and that is because you have free will. I said, however, here's my professional opinion, and here's my advice as your coach because you pay me, okay? Cutting through the social media noise is crucial because if you don't start to practice now putting your blinders on, just like a, like the carriage horses in New Orleans, you're going to start to get distracted by the noise. You're going to start to question everything that we do. You're going to start to question what it is that you do every step of the way. You're going to start to fall off. You're going to start to become overwhelmed. You're going to start to become overloaded. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be questioning everything. And ultimately, you're going to end up in a place that I don't want you to end up in, which is? analysis paralysis meaning you start to take in way too much information way more information that your brain can process effectively and you become so overwhelmed with all of this information that you end up you you no longer take action on your goals because you're too busy analyzing so now you're feeling paralyzed you don't take action at all and i've been doing this for over a decade y'all i've seen so many women fall into that trap it happens all the time. And I hear it all the time. I stopped doing anything for the last six months because I got so overwhelmed with all the advice that I'm seeing online. And then I'm like, fuck it. I don't even know what to do, who to follow, which advice is valuable or makes sense. Everything they're throwing at me is too complex, too, co- too uh, complicated, unsustainable, not manageable. I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. So I just gave up. I hear it all the time. And you can probably relate to this right now. So, I had to have that conversation with her. You're getting amazing results. Your body's transforming incredibly. So, my advice is that you stick with what we're doing and you follow my leadership the most because you are the coach. You, I am the coach that you're paying. And also, I'm the coach that's getting you amazing results. If what we did wasn't working, then I can understand. But you want to be careful and cautious as to what all is going into this brain of yours on social media when it comes to weight loss and fitness, or you'll end up overwhelmed. You'll end up being pulled in so many different directions that you're going to start messing up the progress and the results and the transformation that you're getting here. And of course, she completely understood. And I'm going to give you a personal example in addition to really make my point here. And this personal example is my example, it's my situation. So If you don't know this about me, but I came from a healthcare background. I did eight years uh, corporate America healthcare. I was one of the key representatives for the hospice organization that I worked for. And I was on the front lines. I was the person educating physicians, hospitals, nurses, case managers, social workers, et cetera, on the hospice benefit. I was the one responsible for getting new patients signed up on. Our hospice and educate them on the hospice benefit, making sure that as many patients who were in need of hospice care would get the care that they deserve at the end of their lives. I was responsible for making sure that these patients were um, transitioned in the most simple, simplest way from hospitals back into their homes so that they could be at home with their loved ones in their place of peace and comfort and transitioning. Right in the most peaceful, pain free way. That was my job for many, many years. And on the side, I um was trained, I was I was doing personal training and weight loss coaching, and I was also teaching a number of classes at a ton of different uh local gyms and fitness studios. But my main gig, my full-time gig, was hospice, that was healthcare, that's my that was my gym. Eventually, I took a chance on myself. It was an absolute uh, step out on faith where I left my entire healthcare and my whole corporate America experience and career behind it. I turned my back on it. I left and I gave my business absolutely everything. So for the first year in my business, I worked 14, an average of 14 hour days. And I did that the entire first year in business for myself. So my first year of being a full time entrepreneur, I worked seven days a week no breaks, no days off, an average of 12 to 14 hours a day. Was I exhausted? Yeah, but I didn't really notice it because I was so, just so laser focused. I had my blinders on, just like, that, like those horses, those carriage horses in New Orleans, right? And you know what I'm talking about. You've seen them in videos. Even if you haven't been to New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. I was so laser focused. I had tunnel vision. I was in survival mode, this business is going to be my jam. It's going to be my bread my bread and butter. It's going to be what feeds my kids. It's going to be my mission. I am unlocking new levels of N.I.J. fit up in this bitch, okay? That was why I was at with things. So um, here comes the social media part that is relatable to today's topic. I'm getting there. Bear with me. So I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs per se. I don't have like a brother who's a business owner or an uncle or cousin, people in my family, like a legacy or anything like that. People that I could turn to and be like, Hey, how do you go in business for yourself? How do you set yourself up for success with paying taxes? Right? Because it's totally different as an entrepreneur. How do you do this? How do you do that? How do you set up a a website? How do you, what payment system should I be using for, to receive electronic payments? Because my clients are going to be like, remote. They're going to be all over the US, all over the world, which is the case now. I'm international, right? I didn't have that person to turn to. So this is where I was faced with the the plethora and the abundance of business coaches that are on social media and business coaches who teach other professionals, other entrepreneurs, how to build their businesses, how to grow their businesses, how to be better coaches, how to utilize social media to grow their platforms, to acquire new clients, to put out content that actually is like valuable and informative, like how to build a brand, how to build website. There's business coaches for all of that. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, whoa, I really want to serve these women to the best of my ability. I want to be the best coach there is in the industry, period. I want to be the dopest weight loss coach, right? I want my content to be the most amazing content ever. I want my clients to get the most amazing transformations ever. I want to unlock new levels for myself and for the women that I serve. All right, let me go find myself a business coach. So what do I do? I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on TikTok. I'm looking at business coaches. Okay, now the algorithm understands now, based on my searches, what it is that I'm interested in and what it is that I'm looking for. What happens now? I end up overwhelmed. I end up overloaded, I end up frustrated, I end up fucking distracted because one business coach says that the fucking reels are trash, don't do them. The other business coach says you need to be focusing only on carousel posts. One coach says you need to be giving away all your free advice and all your free tips because that's what serves people and that's what makes them earn, uh, that's how you earn their trust. Another coach says, nah never put out free content, free tips or free hacks. That's how people end up not taking you seriously and then they're never going to pay you for your expertise and they're never going to look at you as an expert. Anyways, do you kind of see where I'm going with this? I end up having 50 million business coaches that I'm following on each platform. I end up becoming a part of 50 plus business coaching Facebook communities where each, where all 50 of them are pushing different values, different morals, different strategies, different methodologies. I'm sure that all of them work to a certain degree, but God damn, I'm only one person and I only have one business. Now I am overwhelmed, flooded, overloaded. I am distracted left and right. What ended up happening for me, I started following one person's advice. But then three days later, I go back on TikTok and I hear different advice. So then I go and follow that advice too. Then I start to get in a place where I'm trying to incorporate every one of their their pieces of advices. I'm like, this person, that person, this coach, that coach. Then I go inside of a community. One is doing a live training. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love what that person just said. I'm going to implement that. You know what happened? I started having headaches, migraines. I started getting frustrated, overwhelmed, overloaded. I started getting to the point where I was like, fuck this shit. I had gotten myself into analysis paralysis. I was analyzing every piece of information, every training, every tool, every free guide that I collected. Every live I was on, every um workshop I attended. And I started to try to put all of it together and use every bit of this and analyze what's the best, what's the best way, what's the best way, what's the best way? Is this the best way? Is that the best way? I started throwing my hands in the fucking air and just quitting. All together and say, fuck it. I'm just gonna try this on my own. This, I can't do all this. None of this is working. it's too much. If this is what it's like to run a business, I don't want no parts in it. Oh my God. And all of a sudden that negative dialogue started to kick in. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I'm never gonna get there. There's no way. It's not my reality. It's not gonna happen for me. And on and on and on and on and on. And these are the conversations I'm finding myself having with so many of you every single day, every single week. And I feel your pain, sister. I feel your pain. So eventually, the realization I came to was that while social media is such a beautiful tool, that we, you and I, at our fingertips, have access to an abundance and a plethora of such valuable content, valuable professionals, and all of their incredible expertise that they're willing to share for free. On these platforms, it comes with a massive downside and the downside being that we get stuck in these loops of trying to absorb everyone's content, everyone's pieces of advice. I'm going to try to incorporate every fitness professional's workouts. How many of you here listening to this currently have over 50 saved workouts on your Instagram library? And how many of those have you really done? How many of you here find yourself saving every single fucking weight loss recipe on TikTok that you come across and you have not utilized or tried a single one of them because you're overwhelmed? This is the reality, y'all. And just like I told my particular client, you're going to have to come to the point where you pick and choose carefully and cautiously what you allow to enter your sphere, what you allow to enter your mind so that you can continue to keep peace, keep your peace and your sanity and not be derailed from the track that you're on because the track that you're on is working for you. So what I ended up doing, because I always follow my own advice, y'all, what I ended up doing is I went to my Instagram and I said, enough already. I went through all the people, the list of all the people that I was following, specifically all the business coaches. And I started to unfollow a bunch of them, not because they were not good, not because what they were teaching is is worth shit. No, that's not it. But because I realized I need to take back control and I need to the reality is that my brain can only absorb so much. I can only implement and put into motion only so many things at one time without ruining my business and my productivity. And my content starting to speak 50,000 different languages. And and my messaging starting to be all over the fucking place. And then no one's going to follow me because all my followers are going to be confused. So I had to narrow it down. You want to cut through the social media noise? Narrow it down. You want to gain some peace, some calm, and have a more clear path and a clear idea of what to do and how to do it consistently? Narrow it down. Cut through the social media noise on your feed and on your platforms. So for me, just to give you an example, I'm very big on how do I connect with this person on a, on, like on a personal level? And so for me, a business coach's story, a business coach's background is very important. And so there are, fitness co- there are business coaches out here who started off like me on a fitness journey because it was a personal one. They were heavily depressed. They were suicidal. Their health was declining. They felt like they couldn't be present for their children like they wanted to be. And they were laying in bed at night worried about like dying, okay? Very relatable to me, to my story. So they got on their own fitness journey. They lost a lot of weight. They transformed their bodies. They built a rock solid ass fucking mindset. And they've beca- become this uplifted, empowered, better version of themselves. Then they, they launched a fitness business like myself. And then their fitness business over the years boomed and they went to like generating millions. And they're super inspiring, successful, incredible fitness professionals who now have turned into business coaching because they want to teach other women, for example, other badass women who are mothers and yada, yada, how to do the same, how to coach more women, how to become better coaches, how to put out better, better quality content, things like that. So when I hear stories like that, I connect with that on a deeper emotional level. That's important for me when it came down to narrowing it down. I stopped following male business coaches because I was like, y'all can have great advice and everything, but I'm coaching only women. And I really just feel like I receive things better when it comes from another badass professional woman. Okay, so narrow it down, all right? And then I continue to narrow it down. Who, whose methodology resonates the most with my values, with who I am as a woman, how I live myself, how I choose to conduct my coaching business? What methodology are you teaching? Does that really sit well with me and what I believe in? And a lot of them were teaching things that are great, that work really well. I'm sure they've helped all kinds of people make millions. But I realized that doesn't really resonate with me. That doesn't really feel like authentic Anna J. fit. No, I don't think that that's for me. Unfollow, 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 unfollow. And I literally ended up narrowing it down to three business coaches. I have three business coaches on my Instagram that I follow, and I, and I follow their advice and their tips, and most of their content, almost all of their content, I'm always like, wow, this is so fucking dope. Wow, this spoke to my soul. Wow, this is so helpful and empowering and uplifting. I love this shit. And I ignore the rest. I cut through the social media no- noise because it's too much. I'm just one person with one brain, There's only so much I can absorb. There's only so much I can implement and execute on. I don't need every piece of business coaching advice on the planet. The same applies to you. My advice to you is you find, you narrow it down, you pick one, two, maybe three fitness influencers or weight loss coaches or whatever it is that you really, you know, that speaks to you or resonates with you the most on whatever your favorite platform is that you hang out on. You start to unfollow a lot of these fitness influencers. Like, the, the, the for example, the skinny chicks that have never struggled with their obesity. The skinny chicks that have never had a problem with a fucking sweet tooth. The skinny chicks that have never experienced stress eating because they've never been through rock bottom in their lives. They've never had children. They've never been divorced. They've never suffered from clinical fucking depression or been suicidal. Like, there's so many fitness influencers out there that their stories do not resonate with you at all. They're out here preaching, eat six times a day, but your ass is a fucking nurse working 12 to 14 hour shifts on the busiest hospital floor in your city. But they're teaching you to eat six times a day. Does that really fucking resonate? Probably not. The chick out here that's doing fucking handstand pushups And jumping off of benches in a squat position. And that's telling you, this is the shit you need to be doing five times a week to lose weight. But when I look at your schedule, when you look at your schedule, you're like, wait. Or when you look at your fucking knees, you're like, oh, my knees ain't that. My knees, that's, I don't think that that's good for my knees. I just got done doing eight weeks of PT for my hip. I don't know if I I should be doing that to lose weight. Start really, really evaluating carefully. Do I need to follow all these people? Do I need to be inundated? That's the fucking word. Do I need to be inundated with every fitness influencer's fucking bullshit advice? Am I really collecting nothing but contradicting fitness and weight loss advice? How is it helping me? I need to narrow it down. My love, you are one person. While I think that there is so much valuable, important, necessary, helpful tips, tricks, tools, resources, guides, and professionals on social media. I also believe that it's doing yourself a disservice to follow a tremendous amount of them and constantly be overwhelmed, overloaded, frustrated, distracted, and ending up in analysis paralysis mode where you end up not doing shit. Because you're getting too much information that you cannot properly fucking put to use. Pick one, two to three fitness influencers, weight loss influencers, coaches, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Follow their guidance because it speaks to you. It resonates with you. It seems sustainable based on your lifestyle and who you are as a person. You feel like they understand your struggle. You feel like what they're putting out there actually is something that you can follow. Stick with that path consistently and cut through the social media noise to minimize your overwhelm, minimize your stress, minimize your overload, minimize and reduce the distractions that are out there because it's not serving you at the end of the day. Let's all avoid analysis paralysis in 2024. Our plates are overflowing. We're already stressed out human beings. Let's not deny it. We all are doing too much as it is. I am just as guilty as you. Let's keep it as simple, healthy, sustainable. Let's protect our mental health, y'all. Put your blinders on. Put your blinders on. And every time you get distracted, or every time you, you you're 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 ending up in this situation again. Remember my analogy of the Carriage horses in New Orleans. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look it up. Just Google it. But the beautiful, beautiful, care, beautiful and calm carriage horses in New Orleans who are, doing, who are doing their task, laser focused. They got their blinders on. There's no distractions. All they can do is look ahead. That's what I want you to start doing and practicing in 2024. It's going to make such a difference on your journey, but it's also going to make a difference for you in terms of results but in terms of protecting your mental health and your peace. And ultimately, it's better for your quality of life. I hope, I hope, I hope that this that this episode was much needed for you, that this was the message that you needed to hear today. Thank you for coming back to this episode. I mean, to this podcast every single week. Thank you for your support. Thank you for giving me those far star ratings. Thank you for taking the time to leave me reviews. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing my messages, my brand what I do with other women on this in this world and in your communities, it makes such a difference in my life. But I know it's also making a difference in your life and in the lives of the women that you're sharing this with. And I cannot thank you enough. Please come see me on Instagram. Come talk to me at Anna underscore JFIT. Leave me a message, shoot me a message and say something about my podcast, the value that you're getting. Um, did something speak out to you? Was something triggering to you? Did something make a difference in your life? I would love to hear from you and I do not bite. Okay. So on that note, my beautiful listeners, keep a smile on your beautiful face, go out there and spread love and positivity to, to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.